hey, hey, the manimals in here and everything goes crazy, <laughs> MMA and beyond. Oh, really. Thank what you is... all for listening. Thank you, Manimal, for showing up and bringing coffee on a Sunday night, brother. You're definitely going to need coffee on a Sunday night. Thank you for having me here, guys. Oh, I love coming to the show. You guys are back. awesome. Let me tell you so something. Glad. Ray had you back on. He must have thought that he we were leery because he not only brought coffee, he brought like coffee for twenty people. He did, and he, then he brought this bag. And if you all are familiar with Dunkin' Donuts, it's that box that has the Munchkins in it. Yeah. So I yeah. grabbed it. Super yeah. excited. Me and Steve were ready excited. to get Let's in there. It. I was Let's looking for a chocolate Munchkin. Opened it up full What'd of you like get? sugar packets, sugar and packets, sweet and low, and that other kind of. Gravy. Trying to kill us with sugar packets. <laughs> with sugar packets. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were. I don't put enough sugar in the packet. I'm human transformation specialist. I'm looking for it to be packed. <laughs> you put sugar in, in, in your goddamn coffee. Ray, there's nothing in your coffee. Got zero. I'm looking for the sugar to be packed in a Munchkin. I like my coffee. The, uh, I think that's just the, the way. The I think that's just the system at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. They give you the box with. Right. It the did box look like a Munchkin Joe. box, though. My coffee's black. Black. The way I like my coffee. The way you <laughs> like oh, your coffee. <laughs> <it's> amazing. <laughs> there might be some people out there laughing at that. They got the timing. <laughs> they know everyone, what a sense of fucking humor everyone is. Everyone knew know. it was coming. You <laughs> yeah. twisted it. Yeah. On, right? That's how it goes. The old one two. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Onnit, the health and fitness juggernaut, for supporting this show. Um, Onnit.com slash MMA Beyond. If you're already on Onnit, if you've got all your New Year's resolutions set and you're ready to, to work with proven high end, fantastic, effective, efficient products, Onnit's got it. Promo code MMA Beyond gets you a 10% discount. So why not jump on it? On it. Let me tell you something. You know what Onnit doesn't have? A fucking box of sugar packets. You can't buy that on <laughs> that. You cannot. No, but they have really Can good protein bars, though. Uh, I use their total oh, strength and, uh, and performance uh, since since they started sponsoring this show. I absolutely packets. love it. I it's like, like uh, you put two scoops in some water about about a half hour before you uh, before I get annihilated at Henzo's. And uh, I feel fantastic. <laughs> I feel fantastic. Good recovery. And they have, uh, they have a lot of stuff. They have rash guards. They have a lot of, like, 10th Planet stuff. They must have uh, some sort of... At the of... Onnit Academy, there's a 10th Planet gym. So, so when you it. go to Onnit in Austin, Texas... Which you like... went to, right? Uh, weren't you raving about it? Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, that wow. gym is off the hook. And, but, yeah. and then they have Onnit has a 10th Planet jiu-jitsu place. They do the Onnit Invitationals out of that academy. Frank from uh, Henzo Bayside just won it. I think yeah. he won it today. He won the, yeah, he did. Yeah, Rosenthal is the last Frank time Rosenthal, yeah. yeah the kid is good. He's amazing. I, I actually haven't got the chance to roll it. They were down at uh, Sarah's a couple times on a Friday, but we just never. I watched him, and that's what I love really about jujitsu is you take a guy like Frank like that. And also, shout out to Nikki Ryan, who beat <sighs> Iminari. Iminari today, which is Nikki Ryan, 17 years old, the world champion. I see that kid on the mats, man. Look out. So that guy, Frank, I watched him win the Rise, and now he, he, he wins this. You know, obviously one of the best in the world. I see him training at Henzo's all the time, and that's the thing about jiu-jitsu. The other day, I went in there, and Hollis Gracie is just going over these simple little armbar techniques with Frank. Frank's learning like he was a white belt, right? It's yeah, unbelievable. He's got one of the best guys in the world going, drilling something that looks so simple and learning so attentively uh, from another great. And that's the why I love uh, Zen practitioners call that a beginner's mind, Steve. The beginner's <laughs> mind. <laughs> I'll continue on that. What you got going on, Manimal? You training? I'm you getting training. ready for I'm more Manimal the, camps? I, yeah, I mean, doing? but I should have uh, a fight coming up. I can't what? say anything, oh but 
Don't well, say uh, nothing. I can't say anything yet, but Ray, we got to uh, like in a, like in tomorrow. a cage or on the belt like, parkway. Like in a cage when they lock the door and you got those little like official. gloves on. Yeah, so uh, that's always exciting. But I've been training, you know. Uh, well, so there's a lot of be... places to fight now. Are you contracted to one organization or no? But or I got one of mine. Agent. All right. Uh, so yeah, right. We'll talk about it. But when I have official fight news, believe me, you will, you will not get enough. Of how much I'll promote. So you're already so, now you're already guaranteed yourself another spot on the no, show. Of course, you, this guy knows how to work a room, he, he Steve. Knows. Let me he tell you something. To be continued, even I'll a let shitty you know. traffic on the Belt Parkway couldn't keep this guy away. Him. Couldn't stop him. Doesn't stop him. You know, I was thinking about turning around, but it was longer to get home in traffic than to get here. So. You got here. Now, when you I, were thinking of turning around, did you already have the coffee in your car? Or already, no? I got already. the coffee first. I was ahead of schedule. So I map quested to get here, and I was going to be 20 minutes early. So you were going to go home with all that coffee. <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe that. <laughs> I do drink a lot one. of coffee, right? You're sitting here with drinking the same old freaking coffee you would have left us here. Unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know what I'm. I don't even know what I'm looking well, at. That's something to look forward to, man. So I'm. I'm glad and that then, you're uh, continuing. And then I redid my. Oh, no more power staff. Now we call it a hydro club. I remade oh, it. Oh, yeah. Holy awesome. cow. He wasn't. He wasn't here that long ago. He's no. remarked. Yeah, 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 he remade it. it. Yeah. Okay, so everyone disregard what he said last show. I got the small ones hard to make, actually. This guy's This guy's changed that name more than P. Diddy. <laughs> changed his name. This is, retar- this is crazy. Puffy, yeah. If you haven't kept up on the times, he's still Puff Daddy. So wait, so, so your caveman stick. Is you know, now, that's what uh, that's what I Quintus said to call yeah. it. I'm going to have to get like a print we on it. We wanted the Caveman Club. The Caveman I might Club. actually go into business against him now. As yeah, a why don't you just do the Caveman Club? Oh, I'll be uh, like a Caveman Club. Yeah, yeah just and do he's that. Got, he's That'd got the great. Hydro staff now. Is that politically correct? What, Caveman Club? Sure. Yeah. It might not be. It is when you punch yeah. people in the face, yeah. really. But yeah, now I actually launched a site. We do hydroclubperformance.com. I actually sold a few, but it's clear so you can see. I, re- I like it. I like it a lot. It looks yeah, it good. Looks it really does look cool. Well, I like the club in general. Yeah. But the, it made it clear. You can see the water in there. Makes it more marketable. Yeah. I, uh, I brought a fresh one for you. Oh, awesome. Oh, man. I see that you're doing tutorials. Little tutorials yeah. on like how to, how I like to use that. it. Yeah. I mean, some basic stuff to do with the and club. Where can, where can, can our viewers find that, Mr. Manimal? <laughs> yeah. <Where is laughs> Hydroclubperformance.com. And I have my Hydro Club uh, performance on Instagram. But I've been Hydroclubperformance.com. There you go. I yeah, right. Set up. I like yeah. that. You know what helps to maybe like put like, a, like in the water a couple of goldfish floating around? You know, here. almost like a oh, fish yeah. tank. Right. It's like a like club an fish tank, like an aquarium. I was going to put my coffee in it, and then when I finished the workout, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what liquid you. It. it doesn't really matter yeah, what you liquid you have. You mix your protein shake in it. Yeah. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm sure, but Lou Cuomo, he'd piss in it, and he'd swing his piss around while he was doing it. You know, I'm not convinced. This thing is awesome. Look at this. I'm I love look at it. that I thing like we're that. all watching. Kind of cool. yeah, and, cool. and I do it at home. You know, it doesn't take up a lot of space to use. So, and then see the water in it moves. So you have to balance all your small muscles. No, it's grips great for it. stretching also. And hopefully, yeah, it hopefully, really that, is yeah, hopefully that comes it's, with a I have tube one upstairs of in my office. Underarm deodorant because that could get pretty. Uh, oh man, animals always coming. The heck was that? <laughs> He's actually look like Nicholson in The Shining. What was that? You know, I've heard that. You look like Nicholson in The Shining. I heard that before. And then I do like wood choppers with it. I love it. You know, I have. I used to have a hundred exercises. Now I get like two hundred. I yeah, think it does look good though, right? Because no, it's it looks, a better I, I use it upstairs. Like it's that. great yeah. for stretching. Yeah, I mean, I had my shoulder reconstructed twice, like over a decade ago, and I started playing with those to help 
you know, really stretch it out. Did you just flex your tricep for the camera? He did. What is the matter with you? You know, I don't know if I was flexing. What is running through your mind right now? He's looking at himself. It's like, hello, baby. Have a look at my arms. Look how I swing this I'm like, damn, I have been training. I'm not joking. Look, there's actually... actually look good. There's actually some muscle in there. You know, okay. surprise, surprise. <laughs> I think but, that's. A, I think that's. A but huge I am still gonna have to lose like twenty five pounds to yeah. to make forty five or whatever. You'll worry about that. It'll, it'll come off. But uh, yeah, I like did you guys catch good. the fights last night? Oh man, we caught. Did you him. happen? To, did you happen to see those fights last night? I happen to see them. Man, good fight, yeah. Good stuff all around, man. Shout out to Jessica I and Caitlin Chukagian, who uh, they fought with split decision. Split decision. I'm sure that there's a lot of learning on both sides, but uh, a great win for a Jessica. I would have liked to have seen Caitlin. Uh, I don't know. What do you think happens there? Like push it more. I know that you you you, I, you train with both of them, but uh, you know what? I mean, I like both of them. Look, to me, it was two girls that really wanted to. They win. really and wanted they, it. They really want. That's what I saw yeah. more than anything. And you can't control what the judges think, but it was. Probably close enough to where you know they did. Uh, they it, made... was, it was who was putting on pressure. I mean, it was Caitlin, close. I thought, well, was landing you... great kicks and punch. like she looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... thought Caitlin was controlling right. the yeah. action better, and Jessica I was more aggressive. More so aggressive. Gave... It's, it's who's looking at it, right? But either way, either way, of great, course I'm partial. Fight. Yeah, know. great partial, fight and, and a lot Caitlin of. Uh, won, but I'm partial. Yeah, I, I felt that same way. I'm partial. It's hard for me to tell because I am. Partially, I see her in Henzo's training. And, yeah, and she's you know, a sweetheart too. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was uh, so, beautiful. Proud of uh, what she's she doing. Control. I'm sure PJ yeah. and and uh, um, Fight Shape were, were super proud as well, putting in that putting in that work. Um, Nina Ansaroff defeating Claudia Gadelia. That I, was a great I fight. I didn't think that that, especially you know, in that first minute. Because I tell you, for Nina, this was a a a, a, uh, a fight that really. It was going to determine her career. Exactly. And, and again, we didn't know we heard she was good. She's looked good. But this was a fight. Gadelia's tough. And she really rose to the occasion. I think she lost the first round. But she rallied back to win two and three. It was That's a great victory for her. And uh, she showed the poise and the uh, you know the octagon you know control of a person that has way more fights than she has. That jab, so, man. Yeah, she did great. <laughs> I mean, that was a... I was really curious about that fight because this was a, I think, was a big step up, and she passed with flying colors. Really, it's interesting to see how a well-placed jab, whether boxing or MMA, can really keep an opponent honest. <laughs> you know, yeah, like it, just, it interrupts everything it, you're yeah. thinking. You know, just when you're thinking of moving in, boom, your head snaps back. That's mm-hmm. discouraging after a while. Gilbert Burns was a win over uh, uh, Oliver Oben Messier and. That, that was dude, tough. Bro. I mean, and I like uh, uh, the French guy Oliver. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised actually. Burns, you know that he got caught. hard and that yeah. Once he grabs you, <laughs> I was surprised That's actually. It. Yeah. Once he grabs you, what what happens when like really good jujitsu people learn striking and, and and is is it possible to be excellent at both or? Uh, I th- well, I think that's to me what fa- what is fascinating about the sport and where I think it'll be. You know, I thought we were heading in that direction, but really, when you're uh, when you could be uh, you know, like an Olympic level boxer, uh, world level jujitsu guy, you know, state champ wrestler, all American, you know, it it's gonna get tough. I think that's where we're heading because the kids are starting so young, and they could probably t- do two disciplines, three disciplines at the same time. 
I think that's where it's heading. So if you get to that point, then it, you'll see a big difference. But, yeah, the guys that can control where the fight goes, which is normally the wrestling guys, and they have striking, major problem. It, and, and it seems like um, when you do come from a wrestling or, or grappling background, you just have a maybe a bigger gas tank. Does that, is that something I'm just happy well, to see? I think see they're, more, they're more disciplined and they, they've been pushed harder. Uh, than the other disciplines, really. I think that's what you're seeing. It's The work ethic is phenomenal, and they're always wrestling from the time they're 10 years old, so it's just it's just hardwired into your DNA by the time you get to that point. The problem is when you have a guy that can strike and he's the same caliber wrestler. You know, that's, it's, that's the game. Right. Right? We, uh, then that's where matchups matter. Exactly, you know, so. Valentina Shevchenko versus Joanna mm -hmm. Jojacek. I love that girl, Shevchenko. <laughs> She's so good everywhere. That fight, I mean, I think yeah. she was a little too much for Joanna. But, but, I, but I did think but I, I thought I mean, Joanna just, looked good. I mean, look, look bad, for a girl but, that was crushing people at 35 coming down and Joanna going up, I thought Joanna held her own. I thought it was the other girl was technically really good, but I don't think Joanna was out of that fight. And I thought I thought it was going to be more. I thought she was going to get really overpowered. But she, you know, even when she got taken down, she got back up. Uh, she landed a couple of nice straight right hands, and uh, she was in that fight. You know, I don't think the score, even though 49-46 is correct, it's one of those fights where I think it was definitely competitive. It was a, definitely a competitive fight. I thought hats off to Joanna because I think uh, I, she did better than I thought she would do mm -hmm. as opposed to right. Valentina. I thought Valentina was just, just going to steamroll her, you know, only because of the size difference, but... You know, she kind of ate all those kicks, and she's tough. Joanna, I think, look, I, what I saw with Joanna was a girl that, you know, went up a weight class and really had nothing to lose. It looked right. like she was having fun in there. Mm -hmm. No pressure of getting the title back at 15. <coughs> Making and all. Yeah, yeah, right. I think I saw uh, a girl that was having having fun, you know. This girl had a couple of spin kicks and some other stuff, but she was in there, 100% in there. If the if the assumptions that Jessica I gets to take on Bullet Valentina, how do you see that going? Do you think that Jessica I, I, I think, could I think, compete, or, or I, I is think it, uh, does she pose a problem? Look, I think Jessica at one twenty five. That's a natural weight class. But this girl, this girl was killing it at thirty five. And if she's not having trouble making twenty five, I don't know why anything would change. You know what I mean? Right. If she beat people at thirty five that, you know, are really good. Right. And uh she thinks she had she she even she thinks she beat um Amanda Nunes. Right, exactly. I could be partial to that too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it was close yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's so you now you're giving up ten pounds and you're going, I don't know. She's 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 a handful and she's gonna And I think I think she she's be, gonna be around for a long time. I think against Jessica Ari, she might actually look better. Because she's better uh, exactly. at the more aggressive opponent. Yeah, you got to remember these two fought each other three or four times. So that's that's the other thing. There was a comfortability factor. Right. You know? Just guy probably wouldn't take the same strategy of that pressure she was putting on Caitlin, because that wouldn't work well against somebody who's going to try and pick uh, you apart that way. Doesn't she might it? still. I think that's what she's got working for her right now. That's her best bet, believe it or not. Because if you stand there, this kid looks like she's. You know, I think you got to keep moving. With her. <laughs> you got to do something. If you stand in front of her too long without doing anything, 
I don't think that's going to work either. I think it would be great. I it would be great to, for just Guy to to have the opportunity, anyways, to to have that opportunity yeah, yeah, to fight yeah, for the title. Like seems like it, she's yeah. been waiting and has worked really hard to get there. It would be great to see it happen. Max Holloway defeats Brian Ortega fourth round TKO. <laughs> Doctor stops it in between. Doctor Sherry, mm-hmm. good call. I think it's a good call. Yeah, I think it's a good call. And at that point, I think his eyes were swollen. He'd been taking a lot of shots, you know. And, uh, I mean, in MMA, there's always a chance that somebody can come back. But from a medical point of view, I think it was a good stoppage. What if he yelled, cut me, Mick? (laughs) (laughs) Does that not happen? Is that not real? You know, when I was watching the fight, I was like, oh, I was like, I would love to see another round, but I don't want to see another round. When they stopped, I was like, oh, good. Saved uh, saved him a lot of uh, extra damage, even if he would have won. I mean, he would have still took more damage in that fight. He was, and that's where you're talking, Ray. Where you say, you know, you know your guy. And I look at Hannah Gracie, and Hannah Gracie seemed to be saying, "Hey, Doc, we're getting the swelling down. You know, don't, you know, don't stop it." Hannah Gracie ready to to send uh, Brian out there for another one. And 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 Ray, you you said before, you know, you know your guys. You know what yeah. your guys capable of doing. And and again, I'd have to really well how Ortega was responding on the uh, on the stool. Yeah, exactly. That's a huge thing too because. You know, there there was one. I told you, there was one time. I I know Matt that we didn't have the right training because he tore two meniscuses against Parisian. I said, "Do you want me to stop the fight?" But the guy was going to go berserk. You know, on the red. All right, keep going. <laughs> and he gutted <laughs> it out, man. But you know, uh, that was a tough fight. Yeah, that was a tough fight, and he almost had know. him out in the first round. But he but he kind of blew his load, and uh, I don't know how the hell he survived because I like again the training camp was a hundred percent cut short, and that's why he won for it in the first round, but. It is what it is. So, like, you got to know your guy. And, uh, look, this sport, you know, we had this discussion. It's, uh, you know, And as I get older, it, it gets a little weirder because you start thinking of safety over sure. everything, which you should always. But, you know, you know what you're getting into. It's just forget about even the fight. The training, you know, leading up to the fight is, is not, even, not, not that much different than that. You know right. what I mean? You want to put together six weeks of that? I, I bet you training's just, harder. Yeah, it could be harder. So the fight can right. have a has a finite duration. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, sometimes Ray, in the heat of the moment. I mean, you you know, I've worked with you for years, yeah. and you kind of are watching out. And I know your relationship <laughs> with your fighters. I'd like to think that all coaches are like that. Um, yeah. There are a good number who are, but there are an equal number or a few at least that I've I've worked with yeah. who, you know, just want that fight to continue yeah, that was no matter what. And that, so, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a balancing act. So when I look at a fighter, I'm looking to see, you know, in that corner, as you were saying, yeah. how they're responding. Right. And, you and, know. and also, let me just interrupt for a second, what kind of camp he had. Right. So that, that, I mean, the only reason I said in. that with Matt is I know what kind of camp we had. You know what I mean? So when you know a guy's physically fit and, you know, there might have been something similar that happened in sparring, that all plays into it or into the training. So it's, it's a tough call. But uh, Do you stay aware that there are cameras and microphones in the corner with you? Uh, like, do you, do you, would you want to say... Um, no, if I'm going to say cameras s- there, like, hey Matt, you want me to stop it? Would no, you no, say I'd, that, I'd, or do I'd, you guys have like a? No, I would put. He I'd, has to say applesauce or something. No, like no, no. That. I'd have, <laughs> like I'd have, code, code word. No, I, I would 100 percent cover the mic, or I'd be whispering in his ear. There's no, okay. not, you know. So you are you you stay aware of that? 
Yeah, that, that I, I, if, if I'm, if I'm, no, wait, if I'm aware, I stay aware. <laughs> right. but you can see if you think half of that crap was sometimes, you know, it was almost like if the, you the know, punch a hole in it. Well, that no, not like, but even um, with that that problem with Anderson Silva when he broke his leg and somebody said fuck him, you know, like we're not conscious of any at that point. You're just so emotional. And then you start thinking, holy crap, man. Did they have that <laughs> me, and Matt, me and Matt together. I mean, half the time's like, holy shit, was the mic on? <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you know, because here's the, the difference. Me and Matt are more ball busters, but honestly, nothing even meant in a derogatory way, really meant in a facetious way during a time when it's hard to be facetious. But it's never, you know, never meant in the wrong way, but it could be picked up if you hear it. You're not gonna believe that. Hey. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes when you guys you know, do get a reality show, yeah. it, maybe it should be called Hot Mike. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great name. But you know what I'm saying? So it's not. It's never. I I could really honestly say it's never done malicious unless there's something malicious coming at us. But when it's not, it really isn't. But sometimes we'll say uh, you know something that could be misconstrued. You know, like even when Anderson. You know, at that time, you know, I think I think we were talking to Dana. I go, man, I, I heard Anderson wanted to sue us, but the lawyer said he didn't have a leg to stand on. Goes, what the? He goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know, like, but that's not, like, even though, so that way, like, I'm thinking that's funny, and I don't really honestly right. mean that. Right. But that could be a, you know, that's a problem. Like, you know, if somebody wants to go after you. Yeah, I'm really I'm down on all this political correctness. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, we got to go. Uh, gonna I, I want to bring back sticks and that stones is. can break your bones, but uh, <laughs> political awareness should be thrown in the fucking garbage at this point. I mean, come on, you got to be able to take a little something, not not bullying, but it's, you know, why does a comedian get away with that? Chris, the producer, may I call you Chris, Chris the producer production. as a as a Chris the comedian <laughs> but you know what I mean it seems like they have carte blanche to do whatever they want to do because it's funny <laughs> go back and look at Don Rickles doing the uh, speech at uh, Reagan's uh, the inauguration or whatever you're not getting away with that today what oh, was wrong with that I mean, well, you ever hear Don Rickles' Most act? comedy, all in the family, you're not going to I was going to say, you couldn't get away with Archie Bunker now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even in Living Color later. In Living Color oh, yeah. in the 80s, you, you wouldn't get away with that. Uh, that's Emmanuel Lewis. That's that's Webster. Oh, yeah, look at this. I mean, let me tell you, this Chris the producer, no. my Chris the producer, all Chris the producer, Chris, who does he's, production. this guy's phenomenal. Also, he's phenomenal. also so look young. That yeah. he he thought because it said Don Rickles, but even though that was Emmanuel Lewis Webster, he thought that Emmanuel Lewis was Don Rickles. He doesn't know who the fuck yeah, Don yeah. Rickles is. I'll tell you what, though, Steve, on the mic you sound exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. What, what Matt what Matt doesn't know is that Steve Maraboli actually is Christopher. I we have play both. We, have, we just we just playing around. Yeah. Puts on the pom-pom hat. I put on a pom-pom hat. <laughs> so, okay, let me, it, great story. So about, I don't know, I'm going to say a year ago, could have been longer, a little shorter, a little longer, whatever. Young kid comes in. He's from, like, Texas. He goes, I just wanted to see the gym, and, you know, it's an honor, and all, you know, same stuff. Yeah, nice course. kid, 17, 18. He's there with his grandfather. So I go, what are you doing here? He goes, no, we came to see Don Rickles, who was at Westbury Music Fair or whatever they call it now. Uh, yeah, the, and... The, the, NY, the Hulu whatever, Center, yeah, whatever I don't know, called, whatever. Yeah. That's, but you know, but Westbury, mm -hmm. he's a, you know, he's one of the greatest comedians, and he's not going to be around for longer. And he wanted to see me. The kid was seventeen. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. wow, I go, that's that's awesome, man. You know, and 
you know, Westbury's right down the block, so he, he killed two birds with one stone. You know. Don Rickles. Don Rickles. <laughs> Old school. Forget about it, Bonagooch. About a geesh. About a goosh. About a geesh. Forget about it. About a goosh. So 155 or 145. No, 145. Don't even put 55 in because, his head. Well, no, no not 40. for him. For him, for you. I'm oh. saying Max Holloway. Oh, Max Holloway. Oh, Max Holloway. I thought this Dana was the White wait, White I thought this was. This was the Manimal show. How dare you talk about Max Holloway? That's what he was asking me, too. Oh, Max Holloway? You want to compete for the 45 title from Max Holloway? (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Get, get a couple year. under your belt first. You know, All right, Steve, you know, let's get a, grip of, to, get a grip yeah. of the podcast. Let's, let's talk about Max Holloway going to 155. So wait, so How about that? Dana White so, says he he might want he, – he probably better like off Holloway at 155. I mean, yeah. I think he's going to have to do like a strength and conditioning camp, put on a little muscle, but he'd be dynamite at 55. He'd be fast. I'm I fascinated by how he speaks compared to how – aware he is in the octagon and just the way that he speaks i, I he, what are you talking about holloway he's from hawaii he just, i i, I get <laughs> it chilling. but he just he just sounds he sounds like he speaks in cursive <laughs> he's hawaiian he's just chilling he's like but that's a guy that really enjoys fighting though I, that he, guy he has just no been, worry to the fight he's, he's, no. they talk to him about the fight that's he went snowboarding a, he's like oh i'm getting in a fist fight on saturday i don't need to just, like, go, talk ha- about it that about. has to be a great spot to be in i think that, that his mentality Completely is absolutely phenomenal yep. to how many people are watching yeah. where it's happening who he's fighting i'm gonna get in a fist fight on saturday and and for me i i listen and i'm like wow oh, i think he doesn't really sound that into it he doesn't and then he goes in there and against yeah. an incredible athlete yeah. looks amazing i mean he looked great in that but fight. think about it. he's so relaxed there's no hindrances there's no physical hindrances no emotional he's always landing yeah he's he's in the moment and and having a good time so there's nothing he's not tense I, at that, all that he's is the landing. way that he's in the zone from yeah. start to finish yeah. which is crazy and no question that he'll be there on monday he knows he'll be yeah. in the zone on saturday at at you know 10 p.m whatever Ultimate mindset, ultimate skill set. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'd like to see him at 55. There's great matchups at 55. I mean, really, there's not really matchups at 45 anymore. They, Him and Ortega cleared out the whole division. So, yeah, I'd love to see Holloway go to 55. There'd be good matches with him and Ferguson. I'd love to see that fight. Yeah, that would be great. Max Holloway, Tony Ferguson would be is, great. Is Tony Ferguson too big for him? Is that why you're saying? Well, I'm he saying needs you got to give him yeah. some time to get a strength and conditioning camp in. Like give him you yeah, know, he's six, not, eight he's months not a and small go. Forty-five. No, he's, so. he's a big forty-five. Also, he's five ten. Yeah. You know, and he had trouble making weight that time for fifty-five to do Khabib. Right? Am I? Yeah. Correct so on that? yes. So that means he had to be one ninety if he's having trouble getting uh, you know, fifty-five, right? Was he? What's he? What was he at? He had to be at least one eighty-five, right? What was he? Do you know? I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious. I'd be curious. What was I mean, he at? Really, when he look, had, hats off to Holloway, and honestly, I'm just, I'm just glad he's okay. Because I, from what I was hearing and listening to people, which I probably shouldn't have <coughs> done, I, I thought he was in trouble. But mm. he seems like he's fine, which is I'm happy as hell for that because he is a great fighter. And it was a great fight. One of those fights that you that uh, fighters fights like it's 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 a lot of heart involved. A lot of strikes, of course. Holloway goes, uh, comes out with uh, s- several UFC records uh, now. Where, oh, where? Yeah, oh, I was just going to ask you if you think he's going to match uh, or beat uh, Anderson Silva's uh, winning streak. I mean, he he might be pretty freaking close right now. He ho- he holds the featherweight records for wins, winning streak, 
victories, stoppages, mm. knockouts, and uh, a UFC record for total strikes landed, unfortunately, for Ortega, 134. Um, and uh, wow. and signi- total significant strikes landed, uh, 1,627. And he's only 27 years old. That's crazy. And I'll tell you, he's, his personality, he's got that contagious happy-go-lucky personality. Yeah. And I know Aljo went out there, trained with him a little bit. They treated him great. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. He's a good dude, really good dude. And, uh, like, again, I'm happy for the win, but I'm, more importantly, I'm happy because I just hope he's okay because I think he's a, he's a great fighter. Speaking of exciting fights and, and, and already towards the end of the year, uh, having the opportunity of being fight of the year, I'm sure there's a lot of hearts going to be involved. Next week, less than a week, Kevin Lee versus our own raging Al Iaquinta. I got to tell you, I think just watching this fight, anybody who's fighting on that card, I think this helped amp it up. I really do. I mean, when you see fights like that, I mean, your heart's pumping. I couldn't even go to bed for a while. So these guys uh, psyched up. You know, Al had his last one today. He leaves tomorrow. He's on the money. I'm very, very excited for this fight. This is going to be a really tough fight, but it's going to be a great fight. And so so for this fight week, so Al leaves tomorrow, so he has his press and all that stuff they do for fight week. Yeah. The He's going out a day early. Normally Tuesday you have to be there. The embeddeds and all that stuff yeah. that they do. Um, when do you head out? I'm going to go out Thursday morning, so I'll be out there Thursday afternoon. Do you fly out with Matt Sarah? You know, normally I do this time. He's a, he's a, he's accusing me of you know purposely not flying with him. This Has time anything been the same since the Russian? No, trip? definitely not. No. Wait a minute, I got the itinerary. I think he's on. Are no, you nothing sure will ever you, be the did same. You, did you check his flight? Yeah, I don't know. I know, I know he messed up the first, you know, last fight. So I thought I got. I don't the know itinerary. what happened, but we're not flying together this time. But it was nothing done on uh, nothing intentional. I might be on your flight. It should be a lot of fun. It should be a lot of fun. Al Quinta, of course, uh, uh, winning the first time. And very interesting. They, they, they do go back and forth uh, on, on Twitter. And they, ha- they have for a while. This fight's been, been brewing for, since their last fight. Uh, Kevin Lee had an interview. Um, and when speaking about the first meeting uh, uh, fight against Al, he says, uh, he, Kevin Lee says, he fought a different person. Uh, that was a different person that stepped into the cage that night. That was a college student that took it on three weeks' notice just because it was my dream to be in the UFC. Uh, Ray Janelle on his, his Twitter corrects that, and he writes to uh, Kevin Lee, You took our fight on three weeks' notice? We got our bout agreement December 10th. The fight was February 1st. <laughs> exactly. I got one word to say. Exactly. <laughs> It <laughs> should be a lot of fight fun, and of course, shout out to Ragin Al, who who not only uh, is an incredible fighter, but has really, outside of fighting, started setting up some things that uh, initially people mocked when he started it uh, a, a couple of years back, and now people are following up and realizing, hey, you know, having multiple careers, having things on the on the side, are, is really important for fighters right now, and while they're not unionized, while the even the organizations are figuring out wh- how to make money with this. So right. mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really smart idea to have something on the side. 
And you could always set up something that's flexible hours-wise. I think so, that's the beauty yeah, of it, too. Yeah, you set something up flexible hours-wise. This way, when you need to focus on a fight, you cut back on right. real estate. Yeah, it's not like you're on the clock with anybody, so. Yeah, you're not you on know, the like clock you have to with either. The, right, exactly, yeah. so. You could, you could make the caveman club. Holy crow, he's <laughs> <laughs> man. Exactly. You know, you make the hydro club. No, no, you know? Don't, don't. You see what so, you did? Yeah. You called it the caveman club. Although, you know what's no, funny? I, I, like I did order club. material. To make one with like, right, you uh, better get that website now. That's it. I ordered material to make one for my already. personal collection, the manimal version, yeah. where I have like, uh, you know, like a leopard print on it. But that's I for me. It. And then you know, <laughs> the Bam Bam collection. You, yeah, yeah, the Bam Bam, the Bam Bam collection, the <laughs> Fred Flintstone. Um, Flintstone. That's a good card, though. The the Milwaukee card. We're off your club oh. already. We yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to keep playing the club? Right away from the club. You want to do the club? I mean, listen. We can't just say the club because then it goes back to no. those. Remember, you guys? It's a hydro still, club. They yeah. still own those things. Remember, you what? put them on your steering wheel. It was called the oh, club. Yeah. club. Oh, so no one would steal your car. It was really old yeah. school. That's before they had car alarms. Old school, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's before that was, they invented the car alarm. That was back when I was young. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you had to take half the club with you. Yeah. That was right. back when, when cars had two options. Yeah. Giddy up and whoa. Nothing. Giddy up and whoa. Steph is laughing. Holy Steph. Thank you, Steph. Holy crow. <laughs> Just as many people laughed at that joke that are going to fight a hydro club in the next two years. You know, wow. you're going to die. I already, hold on, right? you're going to die. I already sold a few. Wait, Chris, the producer and, and like that. already more than bought the pom-pom hat, so I don't and know what you're Don't attack, don't attack uh, Chris, Chris, who does production. You, you know what's funny? Chris when I was making them the back in the day, season. I let guys discourage me, and I really shouldn't have because I was making a ton of money. Why, the why would you look guys? Why would you do that? Why would you because do that? <laughs> because some what's happening? You have a vision. You should have a vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's better that I didn't. Because now it's an even better product now. There you go. Yeah, this I one looks really looks way better. And you can fill it. I, I fixed the shipping like the issues. So uh, it's actually better. Because I got that other thing. Every plumber that comes in the gym wants to take that out with him. They take it out seriously. They yeah, they're not really like sure what it is. Again, right? You missed it. He was flexing. You don't like it. Look at the triceps Ray, <laughs> I'm not joking. I've been training. I this is almost, now you look good. Listen, yeah, you see me in the gym. I'm putting the work in. I gotta I love it. Listen, I gotta keep up with these young kids. You know. Is that why you trained with me last week? Yeah. <laughs> Doc Sherry, listen. listen whoever's sure. listening to the show, you don't realize that Doc Sherry is phenomenal. She's a fantastic Doc lifelong athlete. You know, you she's in the gym. Me look good. That's all. She's no, in the gym knows. training. I, oh, yeah, I see you twice. How much better you think she'd be if she was training with the uh, hydro club? Twice with the a hydro week. club? Think about I it. think it would take her training up about 50, 60 percent. Wow. She'll, she'll, she'll swing that club around. I'll take the challenge. I got to make you one with a little smaller handle though, because the two inch grip is more for guys like wrist. Yeah. Uh, strength. I agree. You know, it's, it's more of, it's a little thing. <laughs> Ray, Ray's face is, we should have a camera that only yeah. does Ray's So what you're, what you're saying is the thing. girth yeah. might be a little too much a for the too doc. Much girth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is, why do we have you him here advertise today? Seriously, that. why is he here right now? Either they get the regular or the less girth. That's actually how you should promote it. Yeah, but it's not thicker than mine. No. Oh, my God. The guy's now lost his mind. Tell me you don't bring out the insanity. Was there Jack Daniels in that fucking hydro club that you drank on the way here? No, in my coffee In his coffee cup. In the coffee, though. Anybody have a breathalyzer? One of those portable breathalyzers? Yeah, I do, actually. If anyone does, 
I'm in camp. The guy's out of, he's camp. out of control. But is security, is this security? Christopher, do we have security? Can we remove him, please? We'll put it on his car so he can't leave. Oh, you know, I was going to bring uh, LaMonica down with me. I ran into him on Friday. I was like, hey, we should happened? both show up. Where is LaMonica? We could have fit him in here. Come on. Seriously? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Oh, Mark, I got to tell you. He said, oh, we don't have an extra mic. We love you it, Mark. You I didn't say a word. I didn't say anything. We don't have an extra mic. I Unbelievable. Mark. Mark is a amazing oh, member of the nice guy. Oh, he's he's I consider Mark family, actually. No, Mark's great. Incredible. Always has the best seat in the house, for sure. Next to mine. Next to you. Well, all right, <laughs> next you to you. You worked the Lomachenko fight, right? I worked the Lomachenko fight. Oh, yeah, it was cool. a good fight. Yeah, it was, I, I only caught four fight. rounds of it because then I had to switch over to the UFC. Right. Yeah, I know. You know. I know. And, uh, I don't, you know, I never really got into boxing. Personally, I don't know. Is that weird? Is yeah. that weird? That no, I'm it's like weird a... that you're talking to the doc and you don't give a fuck about our podcast. Here. What the <laughs> hell are you doing? Just having a regular like, conversation. No, right? No, he like, was just. The gym. That's it. He that's has it. no he idea was... he's on the podcast <laughs> right now. He actually believes he's in the gym. <laughs> oh, so you worked the lonely, so, yeah, you worked yeah. the King of Lemon Joe. So fight. hey, oh, what you up to these days? That's it. Not at the box. Shout out no, to you, though. No, for, Steve, hold on. Ahead. Don't let us interrupt you. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, no, like, I'm really. I'll tell you what was game. interesting about that fight, though. In addition to the fight itself, wait, can we was can we stop? Because he was going to shout something out good. to me, and I don't. I want to. It might be good. Hey, no, okay, it's fantastic. Dazone. Yeah. Uh, I'm a member. Oh, you're a member. Oh, you love oh, it, right? I. It's amazing. First of all, they have just about every fight you didn't know was happening that's amazing they had a tournament the other night uh an mma tournament that was incredible yeah um and they have uh even obscure soccer games or whatever like it's it's and they're growing and growing and growing so and it looks amazing the the quality is incredible so Everybody, I'm shouting it out to you because I, I, I don't didn't know why hear I'm of even it. I've never heard of it until you mentioned it. I don't know why I'm promoting it. them, but everybody should own the zone. Well, everyone's going to. I think everybody's no. going to. They're have going to have to. You're going to have to email. Them? We yeah. can reach out to them. We're gonna have, you have to we call can them. reach out. I just followed them on Twitter, <laughs> and so uh, we're, yeah, we're at a point where we can reach out to them. Wow, Doc, do you remember? Do you remember what you were going to say? Or that lost? That's gone. No, no, no. I was saying. Yeah, I was just saying that. They're trying to modernize what they were doing, so there was a lot of social media going on, um, Instagram posts, and you know, follow us on social media and then join us. And so they were trying to modernize the whole whole thing. But they're still going with ESPN, and they're trying to do a television deal. I think the, well. you, that's what you have to do now. You yeah. have to. It's 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 a uh, combat sports is now in that business Darwinism. They have to stay relevant, and that's where that's where that's happening. Ray said. Uh, there was one fight that you said, oh, I was watching on my way back from Atlantic City. You were watching some sort of fight. That's Which was good. That, I mean, which is phenomenal. The fact that that's happening is, is, is what the UFC had in mind, I'm sure, with uh, Fight Pass and that. And, and so mm-hmm. to, to group all these things together and, and DAZN and ESPN, what ESPN is doing, that's, that is definitely the future. Definitely that a la carte kind of. Yep. The cable companies should be the ones shaking because most, yeah. most I think they, they are shaking because yeah. I'm hearing now that they're now cutting new deals. It's not like a 50-50 partnership. They have to come embedded in that. Yeah. That's not even going to – I don't even think that's going to help. Well, one of the cable companies I think was promoting a Netflix, right? Yeah, you, know? you, you have to. And, and what – as soon as you get bigger stars doing 
athletes becoming bigger stars and you can do more of the Logan Paul type fights right. where they chose no network. They just did YouTube and made $11 million each. Speaking of which, this one kid who just opens toys on YouTube. Oh, oh I yeah. saw that. That was $22 million a year. $22 million. Yep. All he does is open toys on YouTube. Yep. $22 million a year. Manimal, you're going to go get punched in the face. You're going to make $22 million? Nope. No, I do we it gotta, for pure, gotta, the pure we, love of it. Surprisingly, we, just we, the pure love of it. we got to figure out how to really, cross that yeah, over. You actually you know? really wouldn't even have to give me a paycheck. Just the right situation. Just the right yeah, situation. It's crazy. <laughs> Whatever. Can you start opening toys up? <laughs> can you get... Yeah. Yeah. Well, can, he does have a toy. It's, yeah. He no does. No one wants to see it's my called toys. called a clear cup. Yeah. No, no it's a varying girls. I mean, yeah. What a, what what the hell is going on tonight? Seriously, <laughs> what's happening? Any, any, uh, so, so, in, so, yeah, me, hold on. Let me just let get me, one more. Sasaki's oh. fighting Japan New Year's Sasaki's Eve. Sasaki's fighting Japan New Year's Eve. Right? The, the fighting for Ryzen. Ma- on Ryzen? the same. Uh, is it Ryzen or Ryzen? Mayweather no, tomato, card. Tomato. What is what is this? You're trying to be Sarah? Can I <laughs> just call the whole thing off? <laughs> The, I got, I really, it's I'm the getting, Mayweather I'm a card. Anxious tonight. They did the, the, they did the, because we're having coffee at, at yeah, no one, no wonder I'm jittery. Come um, on, bro, you never have a bad time when we stop. They, they came out with the, <laughs> with the rules, the that. rules of the Mayweather what, what fight. Doc, what, what, the, well, you, either of you, what condition would that be called? But he thinks we're having a good time with him <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's it's very delusion. He don't even care. Yeah, he's he's, 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 he's accepting delusion. that. He's like, a, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Insanity is a compliment. It's like history. Everyone that's insane is who we idolize afterwards. It's the people you talk to who don't connect with what you're saying say, hey buddy you're delusional and they're like oh thanks I bought it Saturday <laughs> like they have not even connecting with it said. hold on I can really crack me up now I used to work in a mental hospital would you believe this Ray I used to work at the G building I have a degree in forensic psychology I used to work wow. with the criminally insane uh, for about a that. year yeah I don't know if they were actually watching me yeah. or if I was working there but oh. I did have a employee ID so I imagine I worked there <laughs> the yeah. best is there's people at Dunkin Donuts co- talking right now and they said hey remember that guy used to walk in here with an ID and pretend he was working at a hospital <laughs> and, and we give him the unplugged <laughs> I'd have to go do an interview with another patient <laughs> Oh, they were out there. You know, funny story was my uh, partner, Lou Neglia, he had just uh, fought on, I think it was a Wild World of Sports on TV, and, uh, you know, he goes to the post office, and, you know, this guy comes in, hey, champ, it was great seeing you. And he's like, well, that's pretty cool. The fight was over the weekend, and he's just sitting in, and another guy walked through the door, and the guy turns around, he goes, hey, champ, it was great. No, not a true, true story. He goes, the guy was just saying the same thing to everybody that yeah, walked I, in, but he happened to have actually happened had a fight with him. Him. Yeah, that actually was a champ. Him, so. You know, crazy people at the hospital, they always say they know you. They're yeah. like, oh, no, I know you. I was like, no, you, you really don't. Like, you think that, you know me. That was one of the sobering moments for Diego Maradona. Diego Anyone Maradona. Anyone know who that is? No. At, at the time, was considered the world's greatest soccer player. Wow. Um, uh, he, had, he had surpassed what most people thought was Pelé before oh, that. Pelé, we know. So Maradona was the, the king of Argentina. He played, uh, he played the league in, in Naples, and he, and he kept winning the gold cup for the, their club team, Napoli. And then he would play in Argentina for the World Cup and winning World Cups. Maradona was incredible. 
And so he uh, took that money and, you know, drugs and all kinds of weird stuff happening. And, and at some point, his life got so bad that he, um, that he, was, he was sent to a mental hospital. And he was so famous at the time that he said what sobered him up, or at, at that time what sobered him up anyway, was that he, he said, I went to this one guy at the, at, the, at the mental hospital, and they were all in a group. And one guy says, oh, I'm the pope. I'm the pope. And, and everyone's like, oh, and everyone started praying to him like he was the pope. And the other guy says, oh, and I'm this guy. And, this, and they started praying to him like he's that guy. And I told him, I'm... I'm Diego Maradona. And he said, and nobody believed me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's how, you know, how far I had fallen. And, and so, but this guy, this was my, my, the first soccer game I ever went to. I think I was about seven years old. And uh, I went to Giant Stadium and saw Diego Maradona, who at that time was just a kid. And he was on Barcelona. And they played... Uh, the local team, which was called thing. the New York Cosmos. This guy looks phenomenal. He was, he was, I mean, he was incredible. He was incredible. He, 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 he transformed soccer for Argentina, uh, brought them some World Cups, and, and oh, every team exactly. he played for, he would, he would yeah, he's got some win the Cups. He's aggressive. Yeah, he was yeah. the one the hand from God from in the World Cup. He jumped with his head but hit it with his hand, and it scored, <laughs> and uh, they call that the hand of God. Uh-huh. No, but he was just uh, so good. But yeah, that that was his his uh, so mental hospital. The stuff. Other guy was the they pope. believed the other guy was the pope. They but believed he's the other so guy famous was, they couldn't even believe that he, he was said, there. "I'm Diego Maradona." They, nobody believed. And he we said, had a couple famous said, people at the G building when I was there. We had Old Dirty, which was interesting. But he had been there like a million times. <laughs> old Dirty bastard. He yeah, was sure. in and out of there all the time. He had like yeah. his file was two three inch binders. Yeah, obviously hippie doesn't exist. Yeah, not that place. Not that place. No, he the, was the for sure. They, they no. sign a release <laughs> right. that you could talk well, about. He's dead him. now too. So. Oh, oh. No, very perfect. Shrug that off. will be getting sued. That's right. Now I feel better. What do you Listen, think about that Chris record. who does production? <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that Chris the producer? Chris who does production. So, yeah, Kevin Lee versus Ally Quinta. You got Edson Barbosa versus Dan Hooker. Rob Font versus Sergio Pettis. And Jim Miller versus Charles Oliveira. That's a good fight. Great, Great fight. fight. That's, that's a lot of dynamic fights. Yeah, how there. many fights does Jim Miller have? That guy must have like 50 fights. Yeah. He's been he's, fighting since I was a kid. Yeah, he is. He's like, a, he's, that's, a tough, that's a tough son of a bitch. Oh, he's, and he's been fighting. That guy's been fighting. Like you say, forever. But I he's mean, just, he's been on the circuit since I started training. Yeah, he's another guy who must love fighting because he he's in there. He's got yeah. a, he almost has a record for the most fights, I think, if he doesn't. Pretty close. Does he have most fights? I mean, who has more UFC fights? Jim Miller. Jim Miller. How, yeah. UFC fights? Chris, I he's such a good guy. guy. He's got over 30 fights in the UFC, which I think is crazy. I think he, and before that, I think he had almost 20 fights, right? Uh, no, or was he like 10, maybe? Because he was like. Jim Miller, 30 fights. 30 wow. fights. Thirty fights well, in the followed UFC. Followed by Cowboy. So who, is he hold the record? He holds the record. I mean, wow. that's crazy. How many fights in the UFC? That's, that's insane. That's How many crazy. fights do you have out of the UFC, Chris the producer? Just go to, uh, <laughs> just plug his name and they'll give you like the shirt dog thing and. What would you originally say? Twenty. <laughs> I thought you had twenty outside the UFC. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Probably not. Right, fifty fights. That'd be a tough. Uh... 
There we go. Right, yeah, Twenty nine to twelve. Wow. wow. So he's fights, got thirty. Wow. So he's got thirty. So he had eleven. Yeah, so you were, you were close. Hey, listen. The ballpark. <laughs> the, the ballpark. What park is that? Fenway Park. What park? <laughs> no, seriously. You were, if you said if you held to ten, you ten, were in the yeah. ballpark. Then yeah. I was really 20. in the ballpark. Yeah. Then you. Were I just you know ballpark. I remember seeing this guy fight so much. It seems like. Yeah. Well, he was on the local circuit, so... Cause, yeah. And on the local circuit, I, I think like. that's, that's a lot, though, man. It's a lot of fights. Yeah. He's got 41 fights, 40 whatever. And 30 of them in the UFC? That's crazy. Yeah, hats off to him. He was always just... Well, he's one of those blue-collar dudes. He just man. fights. He he's works it like here. a... He I mean, he just works it. He's yeah. Just... And he's still winning. You know? Mm. He's, yeah, he's good. Really good. Yeah. It's, good. it's a great card. I see Jared uh, Flash Gordon's on the card as well. Guy's got a great story. Overcoming, uh, overcoming uh, addiction. Yeah, you know, and and being a UFC fighter, that's incredible. Yeah. Is this his first fight in the UFC since he got signed, or did he have a fight in the no, UFC? He's right? had, I think no, he's, he's had, a had a fights, fights before. Yeah. He's fought in the UFC, right? Because yeah, I remember he was on the 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 show, right, and then got picked up. Nice. Yeah, Flash Gordon. Ray, you want to do some feedback? We we I wanted to get to one that we didn't get to last week. Um, this comes from uh, Matthew Hunter. And folks, uh, feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. That's MMAandBeyond.com. This one, Matthew Hunter. Subject is 1FC versus Bellator. Hey, guys, absolutely love this show all the way from Australia. I think that options are great for all fighters. My question is, which organization outside the UFC do you fellas think will become more attractive to fighters, 1FC mm. or Bellator? Thanks again, Steve Ray. I love listening at work. And on my way to training or whenever there is a new episode. Hey, first off, that really thanks for listening. Always love Sydney, Australia. Whenever I go there, I think it's it's great. So uh, Australia, thanks for the question. I'm gonna say, you know, by the time they're done with the UFC, they're just gonna go to the highest bidder. They're gonna look to get as most money out of each fight, and whatever organization is gonna pay them that money, that's where they're gonna go. I think then that's good. And right now, because there isn't one standout, uh, Matthew. Because there isn't one standout, you're going to see that 1FC and Bellator um, and whoever else might might jump in there. They're going to be they're going to be uh, trying to make the news. So you'll you'll see that some fighters will benefit from an organization trying to make the news. Nice. I mean, I like both, but uh, I'm an MMA fan, so I I watch it all. Uh, which one would fighters gravitate to more? I mean, I guess it depends on the fighter and the weight class. I think maybe one FC you might see lighter guys. Definitely, you'll see. I lighter haven't guys. seen them. Have they signed? Has one FC signed any like heavyweights? No, know? I don't think they they go past one. They do have a heavyweight champ. They have a heavyweight champ, but but like oh yeah, you they, know they, they built it. He's he's doing good. That's Brandon, Brandon the yeah. truth. Oh, Brandon yeah. Burr. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? Like you don't well, he really wasn't hear about that. You don't hear about was it. He? he? Oh yeah. He was. Yep. And then he moved down to. You know, at the time, I believe I, I could be wrong, but he moved down to light heavyweight. Yeah. And he, they were touting him as the. They would. They would tout him as the next two weight champion at that time. He was saying he was going to win two hundred five yeah, and two right. and heavyweight, but. Um, yeah. So they have heavyweights on the roster, but. I feel like they're going after the smaller weight classes. One FC. That's just my opinion. I don't know if, you know, if I actually looked through it, what it would look like. Because they signed Sage Northcutt. That's a fifty-five-er. Right. That's they got good. Mighty Mouse. That's a twenty-five-er. Uh, Gary Toner and Henzo's fights to them. He's fifty-five. So just the guys I know that are there are usually lighter. Right. 
Right. Well, and, and so I think that for one FC or Bellator, for them to start, you'll 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 see them. They have to be strategizing somewhere in their boardrooms to get away from the idea that they are they pick up whoever is done with the UFC. Um, so catching that those those like the Sage Northcutt kind of pickups where where they 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 won that contract. You yeah. know, the the UFC didn't match it. The UFC kind of mm-hmm. played it off like, oh, you know, let them get some. Let them get some experience somewhere else, but no, they wanted Sage and they couldn't match the contract. So, right. so it, it, picking up more deals like that, and if that works out for them financially, they'll be great. But I agree, Matthew. I think we all agree having options for fighters are great. I think the fighters are going to pick depending on what they're what they want. If they're if they want more money or money slash quicker path, so, some some might say, hey, this is an easier path to a title. Which means more money. Who, who I think they got a good crossover yeah, I mean, fight point, coming but, up. But my point was, by the time the UFC gets done with you, they're normally always complaining about money. So it's right. not about nobody's leaving because they can't get a shot at the title. They're just leaving because they believe they're underpaid, and then somebody matches it, and you know that that's right. Look, and once you've been around for a while, you should market your name and make the most money. You might have four fights left. Right. So the difference between two hundred and seven hundred thousand is a big difference, and, and, you know? the, and the the ability to get other sponsors. Exactly, just, you don't and that have could be another UFC. thing, you know, which is going to be interesting because I think the Reebok deal is coming to an end, and then what do you do? Will you? Do they bring back the sponsors? Well, they, they'd be great for fighters. Will you have a picture of the club on your oh, man. <laughs> shorts? I'm just going to walk in with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, well, that's but not big. That's a great idea. Yeah. used to come in dressed as a salmon, right? You come in they dressed don't let as us a caveman. I don't know if they'll, if they'll no, let they'll you do let that. You. Yeah, yeah, I would love to make it part of your contract. <laughs> <laughs> at least at the weigh-ins, I can definitely <laughs> do it. Um. So well, let's talk about stance, fight stance. Uh, Daniel writes in. He says Ray knows me as Mel Gibson, and uh, he's talking about fighting stances. Uh, hello to you all. I'm not sure how to word this question, but I'll try. Uh, I watch a lot of MMA. I notice there are some fighters that change their stance from southpaw to, to orthodox, but some fighters stay in one stance the whole fight, mostly strikers. My question is, is it better to switch stance or not to switch? And is it harder for a wrestler to shoot a takedown on opposite stances? Uh, thank you guys so much for the work you all put in. Us. Uh, all right, Mel. This is my Obat. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember this guy as Mel Gibson, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, look, you know what? I, I, I was always a, a proponent of just getting one, one side down good, you know what I mean? But, you know, if you have, you know, if you have the gift to go from side to side and not have any holes in that, um. Yeah, I say do it. You know, I'm seeing a lot of it. It's definitely becoming a, a a thing now where you you almost have to be able to adjust to a guy switching stances. So sometimes to uh, to do that, it's also good for you to switch so you understand it even more. But uh, you know, some of the wrestling guys I've trained, you know, to switch their stance, they, they they've shot on one side for their whole life and. <clears throat> That that becomes a little crazy, but usually a lot of the things. wrestler stands with his shooting leg forward, right, right leg forward. Right, right. So he'd fight southpaw, so even though he's orthodox. Right, but I think Chris really was good at keeping his left leg forward, and he never had a problem with that. If you could see it in his wrestling, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But a lot of guys, you know, they have to switch, and that becomes a little crazy. But 
I think if you have, like, again, if you have the gift and you have the time to work it and you feel comfortable, the more options you give your opponent to think about and the more you can confuse them, uh, I think the better it is. Do you ever switch stances just to lure something out of your opponent? Well, yeah, of course. Of course, Give them a yeah. different look? Yep. And I also like to fight southpaw as southpaw. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. It's all different. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like if a guy's southpaw, sometimes I like to fight in right lead. Like I'll go right like forward. Right, right. That makes you feel not, better, yeah. And then I used to fighting Exactly. That really is true. That's true so, for sure. Some, yeah. If you could do it. It's good, but you're I right, mean, though. I like that, too. I mean, I work on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depends on the opposition there. Yeah, sometimes you know? that's better to do, though. And sometimes I get even the guy who might be a little better. Yeah, I switch, yeah. and he's not used to that angle. Without a doubt. So I read, um, and thank you so much for, for your question. I read uh, Dominic Cruz is fighting John Lineker, set for UFC 233 in Anaheim, California. My question is, why doesn't anyone want to fight the Funk Master? The Funk Master. Funk Master. I can't really say it now, but he's got a good fight coming up. He does. It's going to be good. a great fight. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they don't want to fight him. I think the best time for them to fight him was two years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't want to fight the Funk Master right now either. Yeah. But uh, good. I'm glad. So, no, yeah, so you can't gonna... say who, but he's going to say yeah. who soon. Yeah. Oh, awesome. He'll be fighting February, the middle of February. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. So then you you keep keeping busy. Keeping busy. <laughs> you keep keeping busy, and so when are you I gonna have your fight? I should be Japanese by the end of February. Not that time. Uh, but listen, for real though, you're gonna spend New Year's in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Arigato. See. Very. <laughs> <laughs> right. And when's your fight coming up, buddy? Uh, if it goes the way it's supposed to go, uh, probably about the same time, mid Feb. So wait, you're fighting Funk Master is what you're saying. Oh, that's, that's I don't cool. know. I can make 135 if you took out a kidney. Yeah. Maybe. You know, a kidney. Will you drop the club? <laughs> I'd have to drop it on my foot and then cut my what foot about, off to uh, make that. What about if we removed your amygdaladum, whatever that's called? Amygdala <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't that weigh that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A few ounces. It only weighs a few ounces, yeah. You, you take out like The amygdalum. Well, Johnny, <laughs> Trista producer. You, you can catch uh, 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 John the Manimal. Uh, give them yeah. your uh, your info. Give it buddy. to us. Oh yeah, hydroclub dot 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 org. So the best way to keep up with me, uh, follow me on Instagram. I try to do some crazy shit on there. Uh, at John the Manimal Beneducci B N E D U C E. Hey, come on, right? We gotta <laughs> promote the uh, Italian heritage. Okay, and then uh, for the Hydro Club, HydroClubPerformance.com. And then I also run a training camp, but that's not going to be till May. But that's a uh, Manimal training camp. Hey, oh yeah, yeah, Manimal, Manimal, human transformation look, specialist. That's it. Uh, yeah, MMA man, guys, beyond love, regular. Uh, love being here. You know, definitely a lot of fun coming on the show. Not I really appreciate you guys having, having me down. You this, was, this was a good one. This was oh, a good actually one. for on it. I was uh, wow. I did a weekend in California with uh, the founder of on it, Aubrey Marcus. Well, it was actually nice. pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. Does a lot of business development, personal development. That's great. But it was fun. Right on Muscle Beach. So hit the <laughs> hit a workout on the beach it was great because uh, they have all the rigs set up. Really cool. I love what Onyx well, what, what they have on muscle? What rigs do they have set up? They have like pull-up rigs. Oh, yeah. So yeah. right on the beach, pull-ups. You know, they got weights set up out there, rings. 
I ropes. love that. You can do and, the ropes. Yeah, no, I've been to uh, really cool, Muscle yeah. Beach. I, I expected a little more, but it was it was still oh, cool. I mean, no? I had a good time. Yeah, no, I mean, no, yeah, no. oh, did I expect some more? No, just the history of it is yeah. phenomenal, you know? D, uh, someone wrote in from Australia, and it made me think what you just said, Muscle Beach. In Australia, like along the Gold Coast, and, and that they, um, similar to like Long Beach, and you now they have the boardwalk, but just imagine a path, and along that path, there's a bunch of workout stations for, you know, miles. Right, right. You just have a bunch of free workout stations, and, uh, and a lot of people, and it's not like the, um, like, kind of like going to those gyms where it's all like the worst people, like trying <laughs> to flex in the mirror kind of thing. It's not. It's just people exercising, staying fit, enjoying a beautiful day outside, and that made me think of that, and and so I love what Onnit's doing, man. They really are, they really are trying to help in every aspect. Whether it's business, they do uh, on their website. They have like, um, what would you call it? Like a blog, I guess, but it would be like articles and stuff like that. I mean, uh, yeah, they seem recipes, like they everything. Shit they're on it, and, yeah. and like Joe Rogan I mean, says, they they blind study it. Oh yeah, yeah, when I went to the thing, every guy there that does yeah. it's in good shape. Yeah, yeah. you know. All the food they serve was really healthy, really good stuff. Uh, they gave us some supplement samples. You know, everything was great. All the different protein bar samples. Ooh, they make an elk bar. That was off the charts. And elk bar? Elk, elk bar. It's made with uh, it's a protein bar, but it's kind of like a beef jerky almost made with elk. That was really good. Nice. So all their food, you know, I, I, I dig what they're doing. Yeah, Love yeah. It. I think that's a, a great company, really. I really do. Just because I think... Like again, they're passionate and they're doing what they love to do. What you know, it's not working. There it is, the elk bar. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. So good. Look at that. And if you're using on it, check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond or use our promo code MMA Beyond for a ten percent discount. What you got going on, Doctor Cherry? Uh, going out for Al's fight. Nice. Uh, yep. We're gonna be in Tokyo as well. Oh mm. wow. Yep. World and, travel. And, yep. Always and the world travel. You find She's us at breaking stories. it down. Dr. Sherry's got great stories. Always a world traveler. Ray. What do we got? What do I got? Nothing. Got, I got nothing got for you. Everything going <laughs> nothing. on. Nothing. Got everything going. Ray Longo is Ray Longo MMA. Longo and Weidman, MMA.com. You can hear him every week on the Anik and Florian podcast. And, of course, I'm Steve Maraboli. One word. Thank you so much for listening to MMA and Beyond. Please leave a five-star rating on iTunes. We'll catch you next time. Banagish. Banagoosh. Thank <laughs> you.